Are you ready for change? Hit it! That's what I'm talking about! Wait! Okay now, from the beginning. Hit it, boys. You're listening to the Mr. Change Agent Podcast with your host, Ron Ovid, pastor, recovery coach, author, and pastoral counselor. He's creator of Emotional Relearning. And you can find his materials on the Mr. Change Agent YouTube channel, as well as EmpowerMinistry.org. And we've been having some excellent conversations during these podcasts over the weeks. And today we're about to begin a new series, one that I am sure you'll want to take notes on, and that is Anxiety and Fear. Did you know that an estimated 40 million American adults suffer from anxiety disorder. That's just about 20% of the population. Ron has a lot of facts that he wants to bring our way. And Hey, Ron, why don't we start off by just maybe a little definition or tell us what is anxiety, what is fear. Just uh, tell us a little bit about that, and uh, I'm sure we're going to learn a lot from you. Thank you. Let's talk about that because I'm excited. I don't know exactly how many podcasts this will turn out to, but it's a huge topic. It's one that uh, I know myself. I lived through a lot of my life. You know, there's different words that we use, fear, worry, anxiety. When you think of fear, it's it's usually something that's, you know, impending right now, you know, something that's coming. Like, I'm, you know, you're stepping out in the street, you hear a loud roaring noise and screeching of tires, you know, that creates fear. <laughs> and so you jump out of the way. And a lot of times fear comes from the past. You know, we're looking at something and we're predicting that it's going to happen again. You know, how many children are scared of storms, right? Because, you know, something happened earlier and so they, they fear. Worry is, is usually something uh, that we're worried about in the future. You know, something in the future that's going to happen that majority of times never, never happens at all. And, and what's ironic about worry is that we think we're doing something about our fear. <laughs> and we're really not. We're not doing anything. It's, it seems like a coping mechanism, but it's, it's really not. And so, you know, you have different kinds. Now, there's the temporary kind of anxiety. Uh, you know, you have a, a school anxiety, right? You've got a test coming up and you get anxious over it. But then there's also, for many of us, and, and you know, I would be one of those that wasn't diagnosed because I, you know, here again, we talked about shame not too long ago, and I wouldn't go to a counselor, right? And I lived in my own anxiety and was functional, uh, but never diagnosed, uh, never went to a doctor about it. So I, I know there's many people like that. And for me, there was this hypervigilance, this constant hum you might say and it was like being at a stoplight and you got the brake on and the gas you know and it's this mmm you know this hypervigilance sort of like there's a predator in the room you know uh, you're always kind of looking around and and many many people suffer with that a lot of that would fall under what's called a generalized anxiety disorder and that's not even part of the 40 million. That's beyond the 40 million. Those are diagnosed right, anxiety disorders. Right, that's disorders. what I'm saying. And, and probably taking meds. Many people don't. They, they just live in quiet desperation, you know. And so, you know, you have your generalized anxiety disorder. It's, that's that pervasive, disproportionate uh, anxiety and worry about activities or events. And that's kind of where I was. Then there's the panic disorder. Uh, it gets, we'll, you know, I, uh, we'll do a podcast on panic disorders. I had 
um, panic disorders before, and, and it's something that we can overcome. And no one ever died from a panic disorder, but boy, you sure feel like you're going to when you first have one. And it's, it's it really shakes you sometimes, and it's an intense anxiety and fear, even terror that comes on suddenly with this feeling of dread. And so some people suffer with that. Then there's that separation anxiety. Uh, that's where you're feeling that one is going to be abandoned and left in harm's way. And I know in my own personal life that was a lot of mine, and I think there's a lot of people out there that have this fear of abandonment. And so, like me, they may be a people pleaser, you know, a perfectionist, do anything they can to make sure that they're accepted. And there's that social anxiety, you know, fear and apprehension of interactions with others, right? And we're self-conscious and concerned about being negatively viewed, you know, by others. And, and so there's that social anxiety, which a lot of people, you know, have. And then there's phobias. I know I had a lot of phobias. Uh, some of them were short-lived. I was able to overcome them. The elevators, claustrophobia lasted most of my life. <laughs> it's only been, you know, in the last years that I really, really tackled that and worked on it and uh, been able to be pretty darn successful with it. But it's a hard one. Phobias are hard. And, and yet there is hope. There is hope. And so uh, those are some of the different kinds of anxiety that are out there. What do you think? Uh, should we give like a little, uh, let's make someone anxious. Should we give a pop quiz here? Sure, go ahead. That's all right. <laughs> I'm shaking just by hearing yeah, the my, word. My heart is palpitating already. I'm, I'm twitching. <laughs> and you know, the, the, the truth is I would have never wanted to take a test like this. Mm -hmm. I mean, just having one in front of me would have, yeah. you know. But, yeah. but let me assure you, friends out there, okay, you're not going to die. This isn't a pass-fail, all right? This isn't a pass-fail. Take a, take a cleansing, you know, nice breath. Relax and 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 right doing that. Let me let me point this out. Some anxieties are because we think, right, and so we try to correct our thinking. But other anxieties are amygdala driven, like this one, right? Yeah. And the amygdala, you can you you ain't gonna talk it off the wall. It doesn't hear a word you're saying. It's not connected to the prefrontal cortex. It it's a somatic, a bodily thing. And so the way we calm an amygdala driven fear. Yeah, right at the get-go is to take a, a nice, calm breath and relax. And so I have a whole program called Mind Skills where we teach how to relax, how to breathe, how to focus. And, and so there's a lot of things we can do that will calm that kind of anxiety down and give us time to do the other things. And we'll talk about that in podcasts to come. But here's some questions, okay? And what you can do, friends, is if you if, now if you're driving, you can't do this. But if you're at home or you know you got a pencil or paper, just put a little check mark down if this applies to you. And here again, all it's doing is just indicating that hey, maybe you're a little more anxious than you thought. Or maybe you already know it, and this is just going to confirm it. Here's the good news. There's things we can do about it, okay? So we're not labeling. We're just trying to become more aware where we can do something. Denial is one of the biggest tricks out there against us. I've seen it over and over again in substance abuse, denial. And we have an old saying in, in uh, you know, addictions, and that is uh, denial is not a river in Egypt, you know. <laughs> <laughs> denial is something we do. So, friends, please, just go ahead, relax, 
Let's see if some of these things apply to you where we can go ahead and work on them. So here's one. I often get overly anxious taking surveys like this. <laughs> here's one, okay. I already admitted that one, okay. I often experience panic attacks. I am often on edge and feel uptight. I often feel like something bad is going to happen. I often experience racing thoughts. I often feel unsettled in my gut. It's interesting, the gut has a lot of the brain cells, similar neuronal network to the brain, and they communicate all the time. And so a lot of times we feel unsettled in our gut. I often have difficulty concentrating or focusing. Let me repeat that in case you weren't paying attention. <laughs> All right. I often have difficulty concentrating or focusing. Or I often have bouts of constipation and or diarrhea. That's called irritable bowel syndrome. I, I've had that for most of my childhood. And it, and it fluctuates from one to the other. Um, I often fear I am losing my mind. And that one is just settling, I know. If that's you, you know, I probably just raised your uh, alarm there. Relax. You're okay. I know what that feels like, and I know that there's hope and help for you, okay? So just look at that one. I often come close to or have passed out, and uh, I, I've had almost all of these. And so I feel really called to help people with these things. I often experience scary daydreams or nightmares. I am often concerned about being in trouble or seeming foolish. I often live with a sense of dread. I often feel pressure in my chest. I often am startled and jumpy. I often wrestle with unwanted thoughts. I often feel weak or lethargic. I often have a difficult time going to sleep. I often have reoccurring thoughts about past events. I often experience flu-like symptoms. I often experience fear of dying. I often experience fear of losing control, and just two more now. I often feel like I have brain fog, and I often feel tired. And so, you know, if you answered yes to four, five, six or more of these, then, you know, you need to maybe talk to a professional, get some help. You know, if you had quite a few of them, then why continue? Why continue living this way? There are things that you can do. You know, we live in an anxious society. There's a lot of things going on in the news that all the time we're bombarded all the time. You know, I'm amazed. I'll read about some horrible thing, and then I'll find out it's it's in Argentina. <laughs> you know, or it's in some country I can't even pronounce, you know, and it's so far away. We're, we're picking up news from all over the world, and uh, it's just, you know, startling. And many of us live very anxious. And so, you know, please, let's get the help we need. And, and let's continue listening to these podcasts. Now, here's a few things that you can do, okay? And I, I'll just go through these, and then we'll elaborate more as we go through some of the podcasts here. But here's just some things you can do. First, get some medical assistance. Medication may be prescribed to bring your anxiety under control if your doctor feels it warrants it. I don't feel you would necessarily need long-term medication. That's between you and your doctor. But sometimes we just need a little help to get us through. And certainly I believe in counseling. See a counselor who specializes in anxiety management. 
you know, if your symptoms are significant here, why not get the help? Talk to a pastor if that's more comfortable, but talk to someone that can refer you to get the help you need. And then, you know, there's our own program, Emotional Resilience, Living with the Fruit of the Spirit. You can go online and download that and uh, take our program. It's a year-long program that will help you with a lot of your anxiety. It's helped many, many people that have gone through our program. I believe in, of course, faith. I believe that God can help us with uh, this. I know I don't know where I'd be without God and the Lord Jesus in my life. Whether your anxiety is based in reality or not, trusting God uh, through meditation, prayer will help you. And then there's the systematic relaxation, deep breathing. We talked about that, and we'll talk about that some later, things that you can do that will help you. And then exercise and eating healthy. I mean, this is important. We get bombarded all the time, and it's usually about shaming us, right? But this has nothing to do with shame here. We constantly eat sugar and things like that to get us up, you know, to get us out of our anxiety. We take our caffeine and everything else, and frankly, you know, there's always a rebound effect. (laughs) And so there's things that you can eat that will be a lot better for you and things that you can, and exercise, exercise really, really helps. And it doesn't have to be, you know, you don't have to be a marathon runner here. I ran for 30-something years of my life, and finally, I, you know, when I lived in Georgia, it was these big hills, and it just did something to my back. It was a whole different muscle structure than living in the flatland of Chicago, right? Well, when I came back to Chicago, I decided I just couldn't keep running, so I've been walking, and walking's a great, great exercise. And then social involvement. Get out there. Meet some other people. Get some friends, do some things, help others, help others. And and so those are things. And then sleep. Sleep is so important. Uh, people are just not getting enough sleep, and we need to talk about that. And so then uh, sometimes acceptance of things. You know, we constantly are fighting against things that perhaps we need to accept and where we can move on. And then, you know, there's a lot of other things you can and uh, do. So uh, those are some of the things you can help. We'd like to uh, help you more, and we'll go through some more of these as we continue in these podcasts on anxiety and fear. Some very, very good words from Ron Ovitt, pastor, counselor, recovery coach, author, creator of Emotional Relearning. You're listening to the Mr. Change Agent podcast and Ron Ovitt, your host, and this is the beginning of a new series on anxiety and fear. And as we said earlier in the program, some estimated 40 million Americans are troubled, adults are troubled by anxiety disorders. And so this was very good sound advice, Ron, and we look forward to getting a lot more as we continue in this series. And if you know someone that might be suffering through some of this, uh, maybe they've confided in you and maybe they haven't, but if you feel there are people you know that could use this help, please tell them about this podcast. Tell them to start listening to it, and we're going to be on this quite a few days covering this Uh, the issues of anxiety, fear, and what we can do about it. You know, we're going to be on uh, Facebook. Okay, hang on. What are you talking about? Post it on your Facebook page. Let's get a movement going. Oh, okay. 
You know, you can always post this on your Facebook page. Tell someone you found some very good advice about anxiety and fear, and if they'd like to, they should listen to it and tell them how to get hold of the uh, podcasts. You know, we need to get a movement going. The, the people in the church and Christians aren't exempt from this. And a lot of the uh, materials that Ron will be uh, talking to us about can be faith-based, but they actually transcend even the faith-based their common sense. It's how to take care of our, our bodies and how to uh, combat some of this fear and anxiety that we all go through. So you can check out other materials and materials on this on the Mr. Change Agent podcast. That's Mr. Change Agent podcast. Go to YouTube, type in Mr. Change Agent, and you'll see a logo, and you click that, and you'll go right into that YouTube page, and there's all kinds of materials there for you, as well as the uh, empowerministry.org empowerministry.org go to the resource page and you'll find a lot there as well so thank you for joining us be sure to uh, like this be sure to subscribe go to the youtube channels check those out tell your friends and join us next time for another mr change agent podcast